0: This episode of The Most Wanted Podcast is sponsored by From The Inside Studios. FTI is a collaborative collective that aims to get the real you showing. Their mission is to showcase artists from all mediums that display a hardworking and passionate approach for what they create and also reciprocate the love towards the other artists in the community. Their main hub on Instagram is where you will be able to find all of their original series that they have to offer, such as the FTI Newsletter, which showcases three artists per newsletter. Right now you can use promo code FTIMWP for 15% off all of their merchandise on their website. Once again, use promo code FTIMWP for 15% off on all of their merchandise. So thank you once again to FTI for sponsoring this episode. Hope you all enjoy. Welcome back to the Most Wanted Podcast. I'm your host Nahum Bogala and nothing is safe from discussion over here. Before we start off, let me shout out those listening in on Anchor, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, as well as Google Podcasts. I also want to give a big shout out to those listening in through Spotify as well. If you're listening in from Apple Podcasts, make sure to give a 5-star rating and review as well. If you're listening on YouTube via the BrowardHive channel, make sure to like and comment on the video and subscribe to the channel while you're at it. I also just started streaming on Twitch as well so you can follow me at Bogala Nahum to watch me either play games or just live reactions to some things. You can stay up to date with the podcast on Instagram at most podcast, as well as Twitter at most waterpod. How we doing guys? I've been chilling. I know you guys can't respond to me, but you know it'd be like that when it be like that, especially when it be like that. So as you guys can tell from the episode, Squid Game. So basically what I've experienced, Squid Game is a brand new show that I just saw on Netflix. I don't know if it just came out or it's just recently started gaining traction on social media because it was blowing up everywhere for the past couple weeks oh my lord i saw squid game this squid game that squid game everywhere and me as you guys know i'm very late to like reacting to some sort of things like for example my into the Spider Verse review by the way check that out on all audio platforms and on youtube that one took me two years to even watch before i even got down to actually like watch it so basically i'm like you know i wanted to wait until the hype died down but then i got a whole bunch of my friends are like, yo, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. You have to watch it. There's no way. I Like, you must watch it. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Fine. I'll watch it. Keep in mind, I have not finished it yet. I think I just, yeah, I just finished episode eight of the nine episodes. Keep in mind, it's nine episodes, but each of them are roughly about an hour long. So you're getting like a mini movie each episode. Beautiful. So Squid Game is practically like Oh, by the way, spoilers for the show. At this point, if you know me, you know what I do on this podcast, you know that I'm about to spoil shit. So, fair warning ahead of time. So, Squid Game is practically, well, it's set in South Korea and is practically about a whole lot of broke niggas who are in this competition set up by a bunch of rich niggas for sport for the rich niggas, but for the poor niggas, there's a chance to win like billions of dollars worth in won i believe is the korean currency i believe not 100 sure and so we're following the main character i believe his name is uh jihun sorry for my mispronunciation i'm not too sure how to pr- pronounce it properly um after this is- episode is done you guys can let me know like you know when it's all posted out let me know how to pronounce it properly i have no problem you know admitting when i'm wrong and shit so we're following a character named jihun uh he is broke like this nigga is down bad with his money, bro. This guy cannot handle bread to save his life. God damn So practically, uh he's just down terrible with his bread and he gets offered an opportunity to win, you know, a whole bunch of money. And at first, he's like, nah, nah, that's not me. But then he realizes, like, yeah, I kind of need this bread. My, my mom is suffering from severe diabetes. Uh, my, my daughter is about to move away to the States with my ex-wife and her stepdad. Like, bro, I'm down terrible. I need, I need money type of thing. He's just like me. <laughs> Anyways, so basically, he decides to enter into the tournament. I don't even think it was the tournament. It's like a game. It's performance and there's a bunch of other people all across korea who are entering this performance all of them are like deep in debt and so the whole point is like for example if you guys have seen twitter and tiktok you know the first challenge which is uh, red light green light it basically what each contestant has to go through is like six games all of them based on which are children's games so it's like for example red light green light where you're running to a specific area like from a start line to a finish line but you know when it's like red light then it's like the what's it called? In this situation it's a robot that looks around. If you see any movement, bow nigga, you dead. You shot in the head. Ew, bars, hold on. Well I might start rapping after this. Hold on. <laughs> but so, you know, bow, shot you're dead kind of thing. Oh yeah, when you get eliminated, that means you die. Probably should have clarified that. And so from there, it's like series of different games that you have to play through, children's games that you would have to play through in order to progress and then you know, when each person dies around each round, uh, their total gets added up to the overall total that the winner will receive. And keep in mind, I am fresh off of watching episode 8. Like, that shit broke me. Oh my lord. Okay, let me explain about the characters. Ji-hun, that nigga was a deadbeat dad. At first, when I saw him, I'm like, yeah, this nigga's a deadbeat. But you realize he's kind of a good person, just like, kind of scummy in what he's done. Um, Then there's, you know, Sang-woo. Who's huh, huh I hate this nigga. So saying woo, I think he was uh, the pride of Ji huns village—not village, but city—and um, you know business school, you know honor roll, top top of the class, all that. But apparently, he got into some business bad business deals, embezzlement, fraud, that type of shit. And he put up his own mother's fish shop as collateral. I'm like, nigga, how soulless do you gotta be off the rip? I'm like, yo, I, I don't really rock with you like that. But I'm gonna keep it pushing. And then we have the beautiful, the magnificent, the absolutely stunning Sebyeok. Oh! <laughs> why is she so fine, bro? Oh my goodness. Bro, Why why are women beautiful, man? Y'all just put me in a down terrible position every time I'm on this fucking episode. Anytime I'm talking on the podcast, best believe I'm simping for someone. Damn, I should just change the name of this goddamn podcast, bro. The most simped podcast, oh God. (laughs) Anyways, but yeah, Sae who is a refugee from North Korea who came along with her little brother. Their dad died while trying to make the journey, but their mom got caught, I think, by the Chinese and got deported back to the North. So her goal with the money is like, you know, I right, bet let me just uh let me get my moms out the north. You, you know what I'm saying? we gonna you know, we're going to buy a house. We're going to go to Jeju Jeju Island. Is that how you pronounce it? I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not 100% sure. Let me know how you how you properly pronounce it. And uh oh, then my nigga Avi. Oh, my Lord. Oh, that was my real. That was a real nigga right there, man. I just kind of didn't like how they made the one person who was not Korean, the dumb one. I'm like, come on, man. Like, really? You you didn't have to do that. No reason. Come on now. But he was the strong one, the dependable one. And he had a wife and a one-year-old son. And he got done dirty by Songwoo. Okay, now, fuck all that. I'm about to go rent. Songwoo not only killed one of my favorite niggas, fucking Abdi Abdul. Abdi Abdul, I believe that's his name. And then he goes ahead and kills Sebyuk. Oh my goodness. I hate this nigga so much. Keep in mind, Sebyuk, this is from the fifth challenge. As a result of damage from the fifth challenge, homegirl got, you know, a glass shard stuck in her fucking, what is that, her hip? Her hip, yes. No, chest, no. I know my body parts, hold on. Give me a sec, I got this. Her stomach. Nigga, what is wrong with me? Her stomach. Anyway, so she got a like a big ass shard of glass stuck into her, her stomach. And so as a result, she's already bleeding out as is. And she passes out, right? After after having that big dinner alongside, you know, gi Gi-hun or is it ji I'm going to just say Ji-hun. ji and sang Um they're all eating dinner, but she barely eats. And that's how ji learns or notices. It's like, hmm, something's not right. So he goes and checks on her, and they have a really nice heart-to-heart where it's like, yeah, if I don't, if we don't, if one of us don't make it, please check on the other's family. And he's like, yo, don't even, don't even say that. We gonna kill G, we are gonna kill Sung-woo, you know, you gonna go to your family, I'm gonna go back to mine, you know, we are gonna live lavishly, you know? And she's like, okay, but just in case. And he's like, all right, bet I got you, I got you. Literally, he turns around, and he walks away, and she's, he's about to kill Sung-woo, And she's like, no, don't do it. You're better than this. Like, you're a better person. You You wouldn't do something like this. That's not in your nature. And he's like, shit, you're right. And just as he's about to go away, like, back to his bed, he realizes that she passes out. Like, she schlumped. And he's like, yo, guards, please help her. Help her, please. Somebody help me, nigga. Oh, oh, my goodness. And then they come in. But it's not to help her or heal her up. It's to put her in a coffin. Because while he was banging on the doors, Song woo comes in, or Sang-woo, comes in, pulls up with the knife, and stabs her in the neck. I'm like, nigga, why? Oh, no. My baby girl. Ah. Ah, oh, my goodness. I'm in a men's spin! As you guys can tell, I just watched episode 8 and I am down horrendous. I didn't even mention the old nigga, bro. That the number 1 contestant, the old man. I think his name was um Ilno or something like that or Inno? No, not Inno. Ilno. I'm going to just call him contestant number 1 just to be sure, the old nigga. Yeah, I'm going to just say old nigga cuz I don't know his name or I can't remember his name and I don't want to mispronounce it. So, the old the old nigga That man was, he was living his best life, especially in the first challenge. Oh, that man was just walking around as if it was nothing. He's like, yo, y'all niggas are slow. What y'all talking about? Yo, run me my money. Oh my goodness. The gore in this show. Wow. I was not prepared for it. You see brain, like brain splatter. You see broken legs. You see the inside of niggas' bodies. I'm like, bro, how you get the fucking props for this? Like, ugh, this shit look realistic. That's nasty. Oh my goodness. And then, of course, there's the overall backtone, like I mentioned earlier, which is, uh, motherfucking rich-ass niggas. I knew it from the jump. The moment I saw TV screens, I'm like, yeah, there's gotta be Caucasians behind this. The Yakubian folk, the Snow Yetis. Oh my lord. The White Panthers. You remember that old guy from uh, Black Panther where he pronounced the Black Panther like, the Black Panther. I just like saying that. I don't know why. Anyways... Oh, man, I knew white people were behind it. I knew specifically rich white people were behind it. And then you see that they're all those high class, like those uber, uber rich niggas. I'm like, oh, it it hits you from the bottom of your heart where you're like, I despise these people with every fiber of my being. Like, I just dislike them. Like, please move away from me. I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you. No, I don't want nothing to do with you. Please leave me alone kind of thing. Oh, and the fact that they're influencing the poor people's lives for their benefit, it's not even their benefit, for their entertainment. I'm like, oh. Then shout out the cop, though. I can't remember the cop's name, but the cop the cop was a real one. Oh, man, I remember, like, the uber rich. One of the uber rich niggas was like, yo, you trying to fuck? And he had no choice but to play along, otherwise his cover is blown because he was undercover. And so he goes undercover. Keep in mind, he got that thing on him. He got that strap, you know what I'm saying? Not strap on. Y'all niggas are weird. I mean, technically, dicks are natural strap. Anyways, anyways, I don't even want to think about this. Anyways, I'm talking about he got that toolie on him. And so, the moment the old, like, the old super rich nigga undresses himself from his robe, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna give you five minutes to please. If you can satisfy me in five minutes, I will change your life. You know how those really weird pedophiles do that? Yeah, it was like that. He grabs his head as if he was, he grabs, you know, the cop's head you know, pushing him down to start giving head, and the moment that happened, i was like, Ugh! and then he grabs his, like, his balls, I'm like, okay, I understand this is a self-defense mechanism, but I'm like, Ugh, this still hurts to see, and then he pulls out the tool, and he puts it up on his chrome dome, and he's like, yo, nigga, listen, if you tell me everything about this situation in five minutes, I might, I might let you live, and I'm like, That's what we like to see, yes sir, yes sir. Oh man, it's such a good show. Like the undertone, like the overall theme of what a great being once said, by the way, this great being is actually young nudie. This man once said, and I quote, Ooh wee, look what money make a bitch do. End quote, sensational quote. Back practically, that's the whole point of the show. Like the whole moral of the story. How far would you be willing to go to get as much money as possible? You know, financial gain. Like, at this point, these niggas are practically giving up their humanity. Like, it is forcing them to reveal their true nature. Like, there's one character who I think her name was Hai Nyao or something like that. Or Hang... Hang... Hai Niao. I think, something like that. I can't remember, but she was so annoying. Oh, she was pissing me off. Because she, like, trying to suck up to everyone, like, she tried to, she had sex with one of the niggas there, so then uh, she could try and gain an advantage. And it's showing you just how far some people would be willing to go in order to survive. And practically, yeah, that whole moral of, yeah, what would you do for however much money you're being offered is fucking wild. Because you see some people do some outlandish shit to get out of this situation. And it's like, damn. Like, they're practically losing their humanity. And it's like, wow, that is crazy. Now, keep in mind, I have not seen the finale yet. So, probably in the next episode or if you catch me streaming on Twitch, you'll probably see my, you know. I'll probably talk about it in that sense and then be like, yo, this is what happened. You know, oh, man, I can't believe this shit happened. So, I don't even know about the final plot twist. Like, I haven't even said everything about the show. Like it's gonna. This is kind of a quick episode, I know, but I really didn't. I really needed to get this off my chest because I was like, "Wow, this shit goes crazy. I have to talk about this. Oh man!" But uh, yay. Thank you all for making it to the end of the episode. If you want to show love to the podcast, follow me on both Instagram at Most Wanted Podcast and Twitter at Most Pod to stay up to date on guest features, upload days, and more. Once again, I want to shout out those listening in on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Podcast, and Anchor. If you're listening in on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give a 5-star rating and review. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify as well as on YouTube via the Broward Hive channel where you can not only find my podcast, but plenty of other top-notch material. You can also catch me on Twitch at BogalaNahom where I'm Live reacting to shit, listening to music, or I might be playing games as well. So just catch me there. Boga Until next time, we out. Easy, y'all.